Hi, everybody. We have episode 13 of Goodbye Bullshit, Hello Happiness. Today, we have a very lovely guest. Carlos and I have a lovely guest. Elle is here. She is a certified life cycle celebrant, and she is going to talk about ceremonies, the beauty of ceremonies, the magic of ceremonies. And um, I had not planned this, but after I had talked to her and she agreed to be on the show, just, I think it was even yesterday, I was like, oh, wow, we have a full moon coming. This is perfect. So I'm so happy that she's here. And um, just to get a little bit started on the ceremonies that um, some of the things that hopefully we'll get to talk about as well, is that ceremonies have been part of our lives dating back um, centuries. And I know there are a lot of the, a lot of part of the world's still practice it. I know like the um, old Persia, you know, I'm from Iran. We have our own type of ceremonies close to our new year, which is the spring solstice. And we have um, like, I think uh, the Tuesday before we have a ceremony, special ceremony that we do. The 13th day after that, we do cer uh, another ceremony. There's ceremonies, rite of passage, and I know Elle's going to talk about that for uh, teenage kids in different cultures. Just the whole concept of birth is a ceremony by itself. Death, another ceremony. So um, it's been practiced throughout the years, different cultures, different religions, and something I know lately, um, a lot of people have gotten into even more with uh, shamanic practices, there's a lot of ceremonies, uh, moon we talked about. So hopefully we'll get to cover more of those stuff with you guys. But if we don't, we're just going to have to tell Elle to come back and uh, talk some more. So I'm going to hand over the mic to Elle so she can introduce herself and also tell us what bullshit she has said goodbye to to get started on her journey. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Tusa. Thank you so much. Thank you, Hollis, for having me. Wow, that was a great intro. <laughs> <laughs> I put it all out there. I like I it. it fast. <laughs> so I, I really, I want to start with the question of the bullshit I've had to say goodbye to to come into this journey, because I think it has, a, it defines really the purpose of ceremony. And so for me, in my origin story, I am a version of an adopted kid. I was not raised by my birth parents, but had relationships with them. And I was also not formally adopted either. So I was left with like a last name that belonged to no one. I didn't know I was not around my birth family until I was nine years old, but my soul always knew something just, there was a knowing. So with that sort of origin story, this is what I came to know and see kind of continuously, repeatedly, these lessons observing other people, the soul, the human experience, it is constantly in transition. We have labels and we have roles. However, a lot of times we don't have space to grow. Your parents will treat you the same way at 50 as they do when you're five sometimes um, with your children. They may never realize that you were a man or a woman <laughs> before you were a mom or a dad. Um, if you get married and let's say you get divorced, 
you're not after divorce, the same single person that you were before you were married. So what's beginning to happen that I can see a lot of people are either in stagnation or they wear masks or they're just really not living their truest, most authentic self because they keep trying to hold on to roles and labels and boxes mm -hmm. that no longer fit, but it's because they don't know how to break through. There's no ceremony. There's no ritual where the community says, hey, we see you having grown, having had an experience, even something like losing a parent. You move through the world very differently when your kind of 3D worldly anchor of your parent is no longer here. So this is the purpose of ritual and ceremony. It is a way for us to put a period on a certain experience and allow ourselves to show up in the world in the new role, the new label, the new box. So that's kind of the bullshit I had to really let go of was very simply wearing the masks and the labels and hanging out in the boxes that other people were offering to me. Moving through the world, believing that what I was authentically just didn't have a place. So the kind of woman I want to be, the kind of mother I want to be, the kind of daughter that I am, being creative, love Hollis's book. You know, I love your story, Atusa, and I am creative. I am a closet creative in the most kind of disgusting way, playing <laughs> instruments, singing. I paint. I like to sketch. Like There's very obvious evidence that I am creative, but I was attached to being an academic. So I did these reasonable academic things, but always ran around constantly craving creativity. And it's just like, are you serious? <laughs> like after all these years. So ceremony, um, even in the work I'm doing as a celebrant, there's a ceremony when you're a celebrant and you graduate and it's very creative and beautiful and it carves space for you to go into the world and shine your light and spread ceremony in whatever way feels true to you. We actually just have a ceremony just to be a celebrant. <laughs> That's beautiful. I yeah. love that. Yeah. It's a celebration. It is. And that's why we're called celebrants. So my actual title is certified life cycle celebrant. And what that simply means is my degrees in social and behavioral science. I feel like as maybe a spiritual gift, but then also even academically and then professionally being trained as a celebrant. I spent several years getting that training. What we're taught is understanding energy, understanding human behavior, understanding how to create space so that people can show up, cross a threshold and then be received. And you can do that by yourself. Like even like with the rebirthing ceremony, like we talked about, mm -hmm. if you had a ceremony all by yourself, that's still putting a period at the end of a sentence on an experience or a chapter or a season. And then you doing something to honor a transition. And then you deciding how you want to show up. Grief and mourning are ceremonies. You know, whether it's like in the Jewish heritage where like a rock is placed at the burial site, whether, um, you know, many heritage has have some sort of um, experience where you can meditate or you kind of go into a specific time frame to mourn. Mm -hmm. Those are important rituals and ceremonies. It's about moving through so that you can come back into the world often with more wisdom, 
sometimes with insight, or this is another important part of ceremony that I think we forget. Sometimes we just don't know what to do. We need to be held. We just need somebody to say, there's something substantial that just happened in this human experience. And we need community or people around to hold space for them as they figure out how to move through. You said some very key um, points here that I'd like to um, reiterate here. One is this last one that you mentioned, holding space. I think really that's the um, best thing that people can do for each other, that holding that space. And I didn't even think about it. You're right. I know uh, in a lot of cultures, actually, for uh, especially grieving that time that someone special in your life has uh, transitioned is that there is a period of mourning and that period um, people are invited to come to be with you and yes their presence there is to hold space the other thing i love that you said at the beginning and how you got into this space too was to let go of the labels and um, those roles that we play. That's a big one on my list. You know, that's the main thing that I put this goodbye bullshit, hello, happiness. Oh my gosh. And, you know, let's say goodbye to all these things that we put out there on yeah. us. You know, I have to be this, I need to do that. I, All that need and should and must and have to, yeah. and those roles that we play with each other. And hold on, guys. I apologize. We're going to get Hollis back on here. Yay! We lost right, her for a little bit, but <laughs> oh, she's oh. back with us. <laughs> it's all right. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the main point of the goodbye bullshit, hello, happiness as mm -hmm. well. And the other thing that I loved what you said is about creativity. And I'm so glad. This lady, she, she's got a voice and she needs to use that voice. She has been told in many ways she needs to use that voice of hers. And um, creativity and ceremonies, tell us more about that. And um, I didn't even think about that because you're right. You know, that is something, especially if you are um, putting together a ceremony for yourself, that is your opportunity to get creative with it and to see how yeah. you want that energy to flow. So tell us more about that. So creativity in a ceremony to me, again, it's almost like a love language with your spirit. It's really what new experience do you want to have or what new feeling are you trying to move toward and what feels true for you about how you would get there. So an example would be when I'm working with couples that are going to get married, a very kind of standard question I'll ask them is, do you want a unity ceremony? Many people know unity ceremonies to be like when you, the couple lights the candle, uh, sometimes sharing wine, jumping the broom. There are some, you know, fairly mm -hmm. standard ones that many people are familiar with. What I often tell the couple though, those are what other people do. All a unity ceremony is, is your first act as husband and wife. And I encourage people to do whatever it is that they organically like to do as a couple. Literally, if eating tacos is your jam, then we will have a taco and you can both eat a bite of a taco because that's true for your love. I think that's incredibly creative. That's beautiful. 
we, so we just need to understand how the energy is trying to flow. What is the purpose of the ritual? What is the purpose of the ceremony? And then let your truth, which is usually all around you, the creativity is already in your life. There are some people who they sing in the shower and that blows their hair back. Your ceremony should probably have singing in it. It has nothing to do with your talent. You know, there are people who the journaling and the writing um, what I think this is very creative and, you know, some people may disagree, but I think there are some people who have a beautiful skill when it comes to stillness, something shows up. There are some people who can just get still in a space and the energy just goes nuts. Different things start to happen for other people too. I think that can be very creative. So when people are designing their rituals, the creativity is going to come from whatever it is that brings you joy, whatever it is you do that makes you feel powerful, that's going to be the truth of what your creative, creative expression is in your ceremony. That's why I love what you said. Love language with your spirit. Yeah. That's It'll tell beautiful. You. Yeah. And that's so a tell to me more about that one. That one, that one. that one is really delicious. <laughs> I like that one. So that's my, that's what I consider to actually be my professional role. So sometimes when I'm creating a ceremony for people, not infrequently, the conversation is something like this. What would you like to do? Well, my sister said, and my mom, and when I was three years old, and this one time at band camp, and, like there's all this stuff. And so I will continue to very persistently ask, but what do you want? What do you desire? What lights you up? And I'm just going to kind of keep, keep them in the train of thought of focusing on their desire because they already know, they know, everybody knows how to talk to their spirit, their soul. They know how to have that, that conversation, but a lot of times we don't feel safe or comfortable or not confident and just listening to it and then letting it be true. So I'm just going to keep asking people over and over again, but what feels true for you? And then whatever they say, I'm going to affirm that repeatedly. It's okay. That is true. We can make this happen. That's really a big part of my professional role is just holding the space for the truth of your soul. And then the rest is kind of as easy. <laughs> That's amazing. Hollis, you want to say something? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, this whole creativity piece, I mean, that's my my jam. Um <laughs> Yeah, we talked about that while you were gone. <laughs> Sorry, I had a we power outage. As soon as we said, this is Hollis's thing, Hollis is like, you were Hollis is gone. I went off into the ether. It was magic. Saying um, <laughs> your soul language, it's so freaking powerful. And I just want to kind of like revisit where you said creativity and the stillness. Um, it's so many people, the words that are coming to me are like permission, connection, Mm -hmm. expansion expression mm -hmm. it, it it's people actually so many of us are so quote unquote busy and we want to um not so much connect with that because it could be uncomfortable um so like you said when you ask people like about um, a ceremony and somebody says well my sister it's immediately deferring to somebody else so if it's not a good idea well it's not my idea it was her idea yeah. um uh, this whole worthiness thing. So I, I think it's so beautiful what you're doing with this um, really looking somebody in the eye and saying, what do you want? Yeah. And 
I love that, like that whole unity ceremony. Like if you like eating tacos, you like eating tacos. Like for people to really celebrate who they are and not fitting into this mold. Oh my gosh, thank you for all that you're doing. I know, it's beautiful. Um, one thing that I wanted you to touch base on is um, I know people, ceremonies, you know, marriage ceremonies, even like um, when a loved one passed away. But what are the ceremonies like a birthing ceremony that you do at an older age or uh, some of the more life transition parts where like one stage ends as you talked about divorce. By the way, I had a divorce party for myself when I got my divorce. I invited everybody. I said, you know, I'm just going to celebrate one chapter done. The yes. next chapter begins and I made a big celebration. But what uh, what are some of your um, things that you have learned and what would you like to tell the people that are going to be watching this that what should they do in terms of if they want to do it for themselves, those uh, ceremonies like rebirthing ceremonies. Again, I did mine for myself as well, which I loved it. Um, but yeah, if you can give us some examples of what they can do if, you know, they don't have you there and they want to do some stuff on their own. Sure. So in terms of the types of ceremonies that I think kind of honor transition, but aren't the, the more common like weddings and things like that, a big one, like, and even now I'm kind of working on this for myself, a croning ceremony. I'm very much into the maiden mother crone ceremonies. Mm -hmm because it's not always just about having a child or being able to have a child. I have embraced these maiden mother croning ceremonies as also you could have a, a mother ceremony when you publish a book. People give birth creatively all the time. It doesn't just have to be about another human being. Um, the croning ceremony is something I'm working on right now in terms of I have now a child. I don't have any children at home that are minors. That can happen at a variety of ages. Um, another one is the soul vows ceremony, which I actually have a soul vows planner. It's a ceremony planner. It's free. And if you go to my website, it's actually on there. It's like 30 pages. It was supposed to be like a little informational to give people the steps. And it turned into a workbook because it was just like, you can't get this all in a couple of pages. So that's something I offer people for free. Um, actually, this week I've been working on, are you ready for this ceremony? It's actually a three-day ritual to vibe and flow with your sacred ink tattoos. Nice. I have several. I love body art as a creative expression, but a lot of times people may not even realize when they're adorning their bodies in different ways, even something like henna. A lot of times there, there's a lo there's a lo love language conversation happening. There's a reason why you choose what you choose. The timing usually is actually a moment of transition, but sometimes people aren't even cognizant that, oh my gosh, why do you have to get this tattoo now? There's there's Your soul knows there's a transition happening. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually getting ready to publish that this week. It's another free book about how to have a three-day uh, preparation before you get to that, to the tattoo. And that's going to give you advice about how to get your mind um, in acceptance and acknowledgement of the origin story of the tattoo. 
It talks about how to purify and detox the body as well as prepare it for healing. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if you guys have tattoos, but things can go awry in the healing process. You can blow out the ink. Um, sometimes the tattoo details don't sit very well in the skin. I think those things are energetic sometimes. So there are things you can do for the body, the mind, and the spirit to be receptive to this. Also, I encourage people to do things like journal, clear your energy centers, really start imagining what that image is going to look like on your body. You want to be in total acceptance. And then even dealing with the pain. Sometimes they're really uncomfortable. <laughs> I've gotten some that are super easy and I've gotten some that it's just like, I can't believe I'm paying for this. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. But what I know is that pain is a tremendous pathway to mysticism. I mean, that will cr pain will crush your ego and you're not worried about looking cute. You yeah. will go to places. <laughs> and within that space, sometimes there can be tremendous wisdom. So I talk about how to facilitate that experience while you're even getting the tattoo using healing frequencies and meditations and whatever. So anyway, I'm going to be publishing that this week as well. So everybody can go to my website, um, spiritfirelife.com and get those things for free. So use those tools, but take even all of that formality away. If somebody was just putting together a ceremony for themselves, what am I experiencing? Where do I want to end up? Is it a new title? Is it a new feeling? Is it closing a chapter? Is it a new beginning? We just really need to quantify what do I need right now so that I can accept, be more powerful, heal, mourn, whatever needs to happen. And then from there, just I would start either journaling because sometimes, you know, some people being still in formal meditation can be more distracting than like emotive or, mm -hmm. you know, helpful. Yep. Sometimes just writing start writing about where you're going and it's amazing. It'll come to you. What needs to happen? Do I need to take a walk? You can have a whole ceremony just walking in nature. Do I need some sort of um, like physical totem? Mm -hmm. um, some people it's jewelry. Um, for my birthday, I went on a hike in a place I'd never been before. And I felt very compelled to pick up stones. I was just walking along these paths and these stones would just jump out at me. And some, I just felt like I needed that energy for this year. That's a ceremony in and of itself. And then each time I want to sit with those stones, you know, and kind of be really focused on what's happening, this, you know, trip around the sun in my life. Ceremony does not have to be pomp and circumstance. And I guess that's, I didn't mention this in the beginning, but it is an important part of kind of my path to becoming a celebrant. I was a debutante. So I spent four years being, you know, promenaded around and groomed and waltzing and teeing and social visits and all of this good mm -hmm. stuff, which I happen to like because I like beautiful things, but it had an alienating energy to it. Mm. It had an elitist energy to it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm here I am 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 years old. I spent years being conflicted about experiencing something that felt like it had the potential for magic, but feeling like it was not being applied in a loving way. There's a lot of exclusion. You know, this girl can be one, but this girl can't. And this person accomplished this. And this young lady comes from this family and money. And, and I just 
So very young, I had this concept that I don't think that's the point. Ceremony is meant to include, it is meant to move energy. It is not meant to exclude. So if you're anxious about, am I doing it right? Adjust your energy. If something feels incredibly complicated and that's stressing you out, adjust the energy. I even tell couples who are getting married, who have sunk tens of thousands of dollars into weddings and plane trips and spent months and even years planning. Sometimes it gets to be too much. The wedding gets too big. And I will tell them so. You're stressed out. You're not present. This is no longer about love. This is just now a grandiose party that everybody else will enjoy more than you. What can we do? Oh my goodness, she's bringing the goodbye bullshit out to everybody. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have to say, like, as you were talking, first of all, mind blowing and um, just all these out of the box ways that you are approaching the concept. You're really expanding this definition mm -hmm. of celebration. And as you were talking about like picking up rocks, it's, it kind of came to me, it's like, it's a collection of moments. It's these celebrations are these collections of these moments. And um, I just love how you broke down like with the tattoo and like when people do actually take the time instead of, you know, getting drunk and impulsively going in and saying, oh, I'm going to get SpongeBob. Um, <laughs> but, you know, when they really think about it, I know from our son, like he perseverated on it since he was 12. It had many iterations. Um, I kept saying 18, 18. We made it to 17 and a half. Um, yeah. But um, every tattoo he has, has real meaning. Yes. And has a story behind it. But I love how you add this component to preparing the body mentally, physically, and spiritually. And that being, because it is, it, it's making a mark on your body and it has to, there's a resonance. It's, a vibration thing. It's just a beautiful acknowledgement. I agree. I agree. And um, it's funny, you mentioned tattoos. And as you were saying that, um, so my son, similar to Hollis, he's 13 now. But um, I cannot even I think he was probably about in third grade when he started talking about tattoos. And right now he has ideas of actually all the things that he wants. And he was talking to me about the meaning and why he's getting some of those tattoos. And I'm just, for me, it's like, that's amazing. That, I mean, like he's yeah. really put thought into this and they all have a meaning for him. And he's just waiting for that day that, you know, I say, okay, you've got the go ahead to get tattoos but i really love that i love the um soul uh vow that you have as well on there and everybody uh her website is on the uh i've listed it so you can just go directly to that and um one other thing that you mentioned and i didn't think about it so shamanism we do have a lot of ceremonies but i didn't think about um when we go out and you know i go for walks all the time and it's me spending time with nature and i do i do get things and messages and rocks and leaves and all those things 
but I didn't think of it as a ceremony or when we, a lot of times with my clients too, we've made things um, so that they can say goodbye to whatever it was that we we're going through and we've made it into these things and we go take a walk and release it in the river. But again, in my head, I didn't mm. say it was a ceremony and now I see that it is. And I, and thank you for breaking it down so people can see that everything can be a ceremony. I, I have a quote that I said that this life is a beautiful dance with our divine self. And I think that's what I got out of all the things that you said, that these ceremonies, these celebrations that you help people is you guiding them to basically dance with their divine selves. And, you know, it's beautiful. Thank you. Every word I said, you just like summed it up with that one expression. It's, it, it, it just it. It really, it. it became to me, that's it. It is. Yeah. It's how, and how beautiful. Um, we're almost at the time. That went by so quickly. I can't believe it. Um, <laughs> but before we went, I want you to, one more question is um, full moon is coming up. I know yes. you're telling people to do what they feel like. Anything on a full moon ceremony for those that are going to celebrate the upcoming full moon. And even if you can tell them again, what this full moon is going to bring to them, what it means. So we have an Aries full moon and right now the sun is in Libra. So this is really in any area of your life, balancing how you meet your own needs while being a collect part of the collective and showing up in the collective in a meaningful, loving way. Tonight is the big night though. So tomorrow morning, the full moon goes completely uh, full. But tonight, this is really the last night of the new moon energy. This is the night of manifestation. So I encourage people to take this evening to reflect upon what they were looking at in the last two weeks when that new moon had hit, what they were trying to manifest, hope for, where are you at with it, for what has worked, gratitude, what has not turned out the way you would like, why hasn't it and what can you learn that will guide you into understanding what is ready to be released with the full moon tomorrow i love it i think we gotta have l come back yeah this, this was just way yes, yes, yes. went too fast and we can talk about this more so i would love to for so sure we're gonna bring her back in november guys <laughs> and thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Hollis. And mm -hmm. thank you all that were popped in and popped out and all those that are going to watch this later. Her website is, um, you're going to see it on the post. Scroll down. Her website's on there. Uh, she has some freebies for you guys. So go ahead, enjoy those. And on Instagram, I've tagged her as well. Thank you, guys. Have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Bye. everyone. Bye. <laughs>